Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Back to D'Lo and KC. Presented by Sky River Casino on ESPN 1320. Sister Crick joins us coming up in just a couple of minutes, top of the hour to be exact. If you want to talk before then, you can. 916-909-1320. Can't wait to talk to TK. I think we had a week away from her, so I'm excited to talk to our homie. Another another, uh, on this day for you. Okay. Uh, On this day, 21 years ago. Do you have any idea what happened? 21 years ago, that was December 12, 2002. Well, well what is this in? Which is this in basketball? Basketball. basketball. Uh, I don't know. LeBron James makes his national TV debut when St. Mary's St. Vincent takes on Oak Hill Academy on ESPN. Bill Walton in the house. Dickie V in the house. Now, now these high school games are played all the time. Mm-hmm. That yeah, that, that was, was a moment. Yeah, that was a moment. That sure. was a moment yeah. when LeBron did that, and he balled out. I think he had had him right here in front of me. Thirty-one points, thirteen rebounds, six. Did six. you watch it? Yeah, I, we, I, we watched that game. I watched it when it was on, and then we had a basketball game. I was at CRC. We had a basketball game like out of town, like maybe in the Bay Area that day. We, somebody got the tape and brought it on the bus. Mm. We all watched it on the bus as a team. Watching LeBron. That I remember thinking, there's no way. There's no way. Y'all have built this kid up to be like, there's no way. Turns out there was. <laughs> there was a way. It turns out he is, in fact, the greatest player. Big by tell. Oh, he's the real deal. He's the real deal. He's a Rolls Royce, baby. A PTP. <laughs> What was the three? Super scintillating, sensational. <laughs> Yo, y'all had to be. Have you ever? Have you ever heard Dick Vitale out of out of the gimmick? I don't think I have. He's just a regular guy. Yeah, he just talks normal. <laughs> he, he's just totally normal conversation. I, I I think I overheard him once, and he like almost like snapped back into it. Like, hey, relax, pal. You know, cameras. I ain't nobody. What's wrong with you? I uh Dick Vitale is um synonymous with college basketball oh, to me. Yeah. I mean that that is he he's 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 it, man. And obviously he's he's winding down in his career uh, the last few years. Uh but y'all y'all just don't know. You, you young people, y'all just don't know. ESPN 
college basketball dick by town in the in the late mid to late to mid to late nineties, early two thousands. Come on, man. You want to talk about big fight Phil when he was on the call, it was big time. You remember when Duke beat Maryland? They were down 10 with oh, like yeah. a minute oh, to go. Oh, I remember that vividly. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. That, Jason Williams doing that one. I will never forget that game. That was wild. Yeah. That was absolutely insane. Yeah. It's like one of those. Two best teams in the country. It's one of those games, if you were fortunate enough to watch live, like mm-hmm. you'll never forget it. Mm-mm. Like you'll Mm-mm. never forget watching that game. Uh, speaking of announcers, it was a big story this morning that Al Michaels isn't calling any playoff games. Apparently, he didn't know that until this morning. <laughs> I don't, I'm not trying to laugh. No, I ain't laughing. He's like, it's in my <laughs> deal. Like, where, where are you hearing that <laughs> Wait from? Wait huh? a minute. Break that down because I don't even know this whole story. So, it on, was man. reported through a source that Al Michaels isn't calling any of NBC's playoff games. Uh-huh. Um, apparently that news broke this morning without Al Michaels knowing that. Come on, man. So the Post. Respect, NBC. The Washington Post got a hold of Al Michaels, and he's like, it's in my deal. Where are you hearing that from? That's part of my deal. Are you hearing something that I'm not hearing? Well, Al, apparently. Uh, because the story hasn't changed, uh, it doesn't sound like Al Michaels is going to be on the call for any of the playoff games this year. Well, Sucks. Hey. It happens. You went to Amazon. Yeah, you left, bro. You're not entitled to anything. So they're saying right now, um, NBC playoff plans to have three games during wild card weekend. Mm-hmm. So Rico and Collinsworth and Melissa Stark, they'll handle mm-hmm. two of them. And shout out to our guy right here, Noah Eagle. Mm-hmm. And Todd Blackledge will mm-hmm. have the other. Todd Blackledge is good. Yeah. He's really good. Yeah, good Good stuff by NBC. I, I hate to hear that for Al, but did you hear that uh, no. thing, that, that rumor right. or the story that he said he doesn't eat vegetables? Oh, yeah. I've heard uh, – uh, where did I hear that? Dan Patrick used to tell that story all of the time. Hmm. Like if he went to – you know, they'd go to a steakhouse or whatever with Al Michaels, and Al would order <laughs> a steak. He'd like – but he would also say, don't put any garnish. Don't put anything green. Like I just – just bring me a steak. I want nothing else. Yeah, I've, I've, I have heard that before, and it, it is weird. The man's seventy nine years old, so it's, yeah, it's worked. It's, it's effective, worked. I guess. Yeah. I don't, I don't advocate for this, by the way, but apparently, apparently, it's worked for Al. So I know you just said it, but I've pulled up the article on awful announcing right yeah. now. It's seeing the quotes. The quote's wild. It's wild to read that quote. I said it's in my deal. What are you hearing? Where are you hearing this from? Of course, we're adding our own voice projections. I to just it. can't. I just can't believe that in a in an age where <laughs> gambling and sports wagering is so prevalent that you wouldn't want Al Michaels front and center. Well, because Al, of your broadcast, my man is out there, and he's like, "Oh, if they kick a field goal here, they're going to hit the over." Like just, he's just blatant about it. <laughs> he is pretty Doesn't blatant even, about it. He used to do the like, "Well, that touchdown makes some people really happy." That was mm-hmm. that was him and. Uh, Brent Musburger. That, that was their thing. Now he just he's just blatant with it. Did, was it? Did any? Did did Musburger ever confirm that that you're looking live line was a shout out to gamblers, so they knew the weather? I didn't know. Someone someone said that Musburger used to say you're looking live because he would want the gamblers watching the telecast to know <laughs> this is a live shot. <laughs> 
of where the game is being played. So if you see snow, if you see yeah. rain, or if you see, you know, perfectly could, blue skies, this it. is what you're looking any, at. Any gambler with their salt already knew. Well, that's, that's and that's why I always thought that, yeah, that doesn't sound that. right. No, that, but no, Musburger's kind right. of, kind of, yeah, you know, yeah. he's no, he's uh, he's a hundred percent in the. He's like on SiriusXM's gambling channel. Oh, you're gambling by putting him on your channel. I'll give you that. <laughs> It's a shame. It's a shame that well, hey, yeah, if it needs to come to it. if it needs to come to light, it needs to come to light. But it's a shame that it had to come to light because I really enjoy Brent Musburger. Yeah, it's a and shame. And everything either. had to come to light. It's a shame is uh, decades of being a crappy human being have come back to the forefront. Is what it is. So long. And then has Brent. the nerves to call Raiders games after saying what he said about Tommy Smith and John Carlos. Is he still on Raiders games? Oh God, no. I think so. Not no. for several years now. No, he's 100% on. <laughs> and if uh, we're being honest, he never really was. He joined them the last year of Oakland, and when I say he mailed it in, yeah. that dude mailed it in. He was damn near Boban on the commercial. <laughs> oh, he ran. He ran some more. He got tackled. <laughs> he what the hell is this? He broadcast on radio like it was TV. Yeah, it was awful. He's he was oh he was just terrible. I should just know. terrible. I shouldn't know whether he's on. <laughs> he's not on. He's not. <clears throat> no, I sh- no, should well, know. Well, no. <laughs> catch all Raider games here. On <laughs> Sorry, Charlie, you're getting called into the principal's office <laughs> when this is over. Oh, <laughs> <a> Raider Nation. <laughs> Charlie gonna come over here and pound on the window like, hey. <laughs> Charlie's prize deal just gone to hell because Kenny Caraway doesn't like the Raiders. <laughs> they always come on. Hey, the same hey, time Charlie, I'm not tuning into a 3-0 football game, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, damn it. Damn it. But yeah, Brim Rusberger. So long. Um, Speaking of. Well, Jason Horowitz, by the way, is the Raiders broadcaster. Shout oh, out. yeah, my God. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out Jason Horowitz. Yeah, yeah, does a great job right here on ESPN. No, he really ESPN does, man. I, I enjoy listening to him call a game. It it makes uh, a lot of these Raiders games bearable. He does a great job. He does. He does a great job. He Every totally Sunday does. I'm listening to this man on ESPN 1320. Kenny gets it. It's when he's on his way to Slim and Huskies to pick up the pizza <laughs> for the 49ers game. That's when he's listening. Shout out Slim and Huskies. You know what Always. the NFL uh, d- the NFL does? And I wonder if they're going to continue to do this. This is something they used to do because the Niners and the Raiders were in the same market. They mm-hmm. almost, maybe once or twice a year max, they will play at the same time. But it was always if the Niners played at 1, they put the Raiders on the road and they play at 10 and vice versa. If they were on Monday, then they could do whatever, whatever. I wonder if they're going to continue doing that. I don't know. That Raider question you asked yesterday, though, has like it's been stuck in my head since you asked it. Yeah, I don't know. I thought that was such a good question. Kenny asked yesterday, is there a point where the Raiders just aren't the same in this market anymore? Like the the Oakland is worn off, like they've established their roots in Nevada. It's an entirely different thing. I get it. It's not <laughs> if you if you live in this area, if you live in Sacramento mm-hmm. and you were a Raider fan. Like if you were a Los Angeles Raider fan, you're Oakland Raider fan. It's like equal distance to Los Angeles. Yeah. Like Las Vegas. Uh, It's like the same exact amount of distance apart. It's just across the state, which Mm -hmm. seems to be the, the breaking point. And I don't know, for some reason, like you asked the question, I was like, I don't think so. I I don't. And then like, I don't know, for some reason the Kings game ended, I'm trying to go to sleep. And I was like, damn, that was (laughs) damn Raider question is just like, 
twirling around my head right now. I, I think. I yo, think, Tommy DeVito's agent is wild. Oh, Did you see snap. that? Did you yo, see my man going yo. viral yesterday? <laughs> that is wild. That was wild, man. They had my mans yesterday. <laughs> you, oh, yeah, he agent. You'd wear that outfit for sure. He agent. Missed the hat. Missed the hat. New York agent. At that. He's a New York agent. Real quick on that Raider thing. Mm -hmm. What I, because I thought about it a little bit later too, because I was thinking about these games uh, and the start times. I think, I don't think anybody that's a Raiders fan now is leaving the Raiders in Mm -hmm. this area. Mm -hmm. What I do think is going to happen though is they're not going to gain any more fans here. You're not, the, 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 it's been cut off. The water's been cut off. Whereas Niner fans, okay, people born here will grow up being Niner fans. People born here and raised here are not going to turn into Raider fans on their own. Maybe it's a family thing or whatever, but the 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 faucet has been cut off. Interesting. Faucet's been cut off in Detroit too. Oh, but that's different. Oh, it's so cold in the D. Well. Let's bring in the big homie. Where is Tristan? Oh, so Tristan, we got to get used to Tristan's new digs. Like there's. there's It's not. No, it's not going to look like this for long. I'm just still trying to figure it out. Decorate. This is its own room. We're going to turn this into a podcast studio. But for now. Are you going to. How's the Wi-Fi in that room? Because there's some strong James (laughs) Ham vibes coming from your. From oh, your uh, standard definition uh, <laughs> resolution right now. No, it's the camera. Oh, it's ah. the, no, I don't think it is. Ah. It is. Um, are you going to put... Um, is it uh, a Polaroid? Or are, we, are we streaming from a Polaroid webcam? Are you going to put... Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to put McDonald's uh, carrying cups all on the wall like in Hustle of Flow? No. <laughs> I am not. Have you seen Hustle of Flow? hilarious. Yeah, of course. That, that did not feel genuine. That felt that there were heavy sarcasm vibes in the, you guys are hilarious. How's your day? Are you good? Everything, everything good? Been, it's been a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, it's been a lot of stuff. I've oh, been man. roasting the Detroit Pistons. Oof. Well, God, as you are they should. The they are the worst, maybe. Just did the pot. I literally finished up maybe 30 seconds before I came on. Well, so. don't say too much about them being the worst because the Spurs aren't that far behind. Oof. 20 losses in a row, guys. That's embarrassing. That really is embarrassing. And it feels losses. like I can go back and look. I'll look right now. Spurs it doesn't feel like 17. they played a close game. Like they, they always lose by like 10. I think it's the lighting that makes it look so bad. Yeah. Uh, it's this. It's the camera. It's the laptop camera. I don't have. I don't know where mine is yet. Do I need to find it? I gotta find it. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not your kid. Well, also, you may or may not be a hostage. She just got up and left. Like this is the weirdest freaking show. I swear. <laughs> like guests just get up and leave to go look for cameras. We had a whole ass morning show come in here and like join us and then just leave like in the middle of the segment. <laughs> Kyle popped in and then jumped out. I don't. I don't know what's going on here. Tr- I don't think it's your. Okay, she's not. She doesn't care what I have to say. She's just setting up the live camera. So for those listening on the, on the Odyssey, again, we're we're used to this. It's just strong, strong James Ham vibes. Just a little. Okay, there's the switch. Okay, whoa. Well, <laughs> well, go back to the other camera. Go back to the. No, oh, no, now, now we can't, we can't hear, hear you. You, you get. You, 
yeah, let's just stay here. Let's li- let's li- let's live in this world. The color's so bad. No, uh, the color's not good. Right. Yeah, we'll, no, the color's we'll not it good. It's this room. It's the room. I don't have a ring light. I don't know. I haven't found it. It's all right. We, we're not. We're not, so, it's okay. We're here for you. So this is a quick study, real quick. In the twenty games they've lost, they've only lost by less than five twice. And if I had more time, talking about the Detroit Pistons, if I had more time and see how many times they've lost by less than ten, my guess is that's probably like six or seven times. Like, they're getting destroyed. Ironically, the times they lost by less than five was against Denver and Milwaukee. Wow. Mm-hmm. I think the thing that's making me a little bit, I guess, peeved. I've done four straight episodes, including them, and they shouldn't be ever included. Um, is that Monty Williams, this time, this this particular time that I'm, like, a little bit peeved, is he said... His quote was, this is what his quote was, that uh, I think we're starting to figure out that we can score if we space the floor properly. I'm still learning how to use the guys on this team. I see growth. I'm encouraged by the things I saw. Bruh, you're the highest paid coach in NBA history, and it took you 20 games to understand that spacing is important for scoring. <laughs> Did Monty Williams get that Deshaun Watson deal? It seems like it. Where it's like, like if you're if you're a front office person and you're dealing with an agent, you got to go. Okay, look, don't bring up Monty Williams' deal. Like that's not our discussion the, right now. Uh, He's the the Rudy Gobert trade of coaches. They'll be like, we're going to start with Rudy Gobert. He set the market. No, No, he didn't. Let's just forget about that. That is not what the market is. Let's go back to reality. (laughs) He's horrible. But the the team itself has been bad, too, in terms of, like, drafting and roster building. They turned down two first-round picks for Boyan Bogdanovich. Mm. They said they need a bigger offer in order to get him Come on, off their man. Yeah, these dudes are bugging. Come on, man. These They're just, dudes are if we're talking bugging. about Boyan Bogdanovich, Come on. This guy's not even on the same timetable as the young guns on this team. You need to flip him. Mm. And the drafting, the, the selection of players, we know that probably, and we talked about this actually, when this draft came, I, I was never a Jaden Ivey fan. Mm. And I'm now like, you know it's bad on this team when I'm like, I'm defending Jaden Ivey. You what? shouldn't have drafted him. But when you did at five, you got to use him. Mm-hmm. <sighs> not, so he's he's like, he's barely in the rotation, right? I, I saw, I saw. A, you know, you, you, there, there is good news though. I just thought of this. The Pistons are so bad, we could start saying they drafted Marvin Bagley. Oh, that's how bad they are. We could we could rewrite history, and no one will think that we're wrong. Can you believe they drafted Marvin Bagley so early? Yeah, that's crazy. Going back Typical to the Marvin Bagley draft, Detroit's really been effing up. That's it. <laughs> we, if we all band together, we could do this. Uh, well, here's the other thing we got to do. Poor Marvin. We got to get Cade out of there. Remember that's what they oh, like to yeah, do. Oh yeah, you got to get Kate out of there. Got to get stars out of there. Yeah, got to get got to get Kate out of there. there. Uh, shout out to uh, producer Kyle. Detroit has two one possession losses this season. One hundred three, one hundred two, lost to the Heat on opening night. 
in 120-118 to Milwaukee in early November. That's it. That's it. <sighs> That's tough. Now, it says more about Milwaukee than it does Detroit. Well, it's so bad now. We were talking about this uh, yesterday briefly, TK. Like Now the conversation is it can't be us. Like the opposing teams got to go in there like, uh, can't be us. We can't be the ones that they beat tonight. We're going to be the story, not them. We got to get the job done tonight. Now it's just. Yeah, and Indiana. <laughs> I took Indiana last night minus seven and a half, and that was a sweat, boy. They won by eight. Mm. And it was, it was, they were up 10 or 11 with 36 seconds left, and they won by eight, and the line was seven and a half. And I'm thinking to myself, no way, Indiana, even though they're tired, even though they're coming back from Vegas, they can't allow this to be the look-ahead game, this mm. to be the, like, slump game. No, you need to come out and give your best against the Detroit Pistons. Anything can happen, but I don't know when they're going to win again. They play, like, all playoff teams. Well, no, they got Utah on. Tell me their schedule. Who do they play next? Back-to-back with Philly, at Milwaukee, at Atlanta, home Utah, home and away with Brooklyn, away with Boston, at home for Toronto, at Houston, at Utah. Maybe Toronto's the one. Maybe Toronto at home. But like Damian said, now everybody's antennas are going to be up. They're not going to be us. We're not going to lose to them. What's the record? You think for they most set the record? The record's twenty-eight. Oh yeah, I'm I'm take I'm saying right now. Let's see, Philly is 21, 22, 23, Milwaukee, twenty-four, Atlanta, twenty-five, Utah, twenty-six, Brooklyn, twenty-seven, Brooklyn, twenty-eight, Boston. Toronto might be for the record. That would be twenty-nine if they lost to Toronto. That's actually a great betting game. That's a great betting spot. I don't know who I want to take in that spot. But if they've lost every game and they're they would have to they would set the record. They're really gonna lose gonna eight be. more games. <laughs> Man, they might beat Utah crazy. at home, but I don't think uh Will Hardy's gonna let that happen. That's crazy. Will Hardy no. ain't letting that happen. That's because that's awful. the conversation now. We can't lose to them. We they, can't lose to them. They are awful. Before we uh talk De'Aaron uh and the Sacramento Kings here. Now that the in-season tournament is over, what do you think? I love it, dude. I want it longer. You like I it? want more, more pause. Multiple flags, multiple, multiple flags on the play. <laughs> That's all right. We got you. We got you. You want it longer. What else? I want to go deeper. Okay. Oh, jeez. Oh, snap. <laughs> that yeah. Was, that yeah, I think that's only great. Got, only have the flag. I got to throw my hat on yeah, the play. That's the, what they do now. That's, that's uh, yeah. Dre no, Greenlaw getting tossed out the game over here. In all seriousness, I think they should play each per each team in their group twice mm. instead oh. of once. Okay. And then I think the knockout round should extend. I want the end of the, either the end of it to be around Christmas and New Year's or the end of it to be around All-Star break. I think if you have the in-season right around, I don't know how that works with the All-Star game. Maybe you just cut the All-Star game all together and it's the in-season game. You got like some other thing maybe that's one-on-one i don't know how you change the all-star game to make it better but i think if the in-season tournament final 
was that weekend, mm -hmm. that creates tension and excitement, which we know we love tension <laughs> and excitement. Um, <laughs> it's all in the anticipation, right? Um, <laughs> if, it goes, <laughs> if it goes all the way to the trade deadline, then you know what you have. Oh, now you man. have competitive basketball all the way. That's the a deadline. full in-season tournament at that point. Well, the the crazy thing about that is, I mean, you can you can space this thing out a little bit, right? Where, like, you could have weeks that are designated for the in season tournament. So, I don't know, one week in November. This is in season. This is NBA Cup week, mm -hmm. where all the pool mm -hmm. games happen, and then you don't have another one until mid December. This is NBA Cup week, mm -hmm. and you know that's how you get to the point where. This thing lasts until January, possibly even February. Well, wasn't the whole idea, though, because, you know, I don't know if you guys have heard this before, but the, the regular season doesn't start till Christmas. Mm -hmm. Wasn't the whole idea to, to kind of fill get up us that to Christmas. Spot. Yeah, get us to Christmas, right. right. Which, I mean, December, what was it, 12th? 8th? Mm. Yeah. When the game was, that's pretty close. Yeah, yeah. I liked it how it was. I, I hear what Trist is saying, and, I'm sure they're gonna, you know, have some little uh, upgrades here and there, but I, I, I thought it was perfect. I thought everything was great about the in-season tournament. I roasted Ethan Strauss. Episode comes out tomorrow. Ethan Strauss had his his glasses on. He had his calculator Dude. and his glasses, I swear. and he has determined that the in-season tournament is a flop. <laughs> I read that article, and all I could think is, this is why Kevin Durant hates your ass, is because of stuff yeah. like this right here. It's like, I, I feel that these guys don't really like basketball. I was just about to ask you. Yeah, they I don't. don't they, do. they clearly haven't played or watched, and from the point of a fan, they're clinically looking at the game in terms of like zeros and ones, mm -hmm. instead of like the fact of the matter is. First and foremost, if you want to talk about it financially only, right? We can do that. Amazon lost money for 10 straight years, and now they're a monster. Mm. This is the first year and the first IST final, 6 million viewers. Mm. Better than any other non-Christmas Day game period in history. Okay, for, for year one. And people didn't even barely know it. Was, the players barely even knew that it was going on when it was going on. They're like, I don't even know what's happening. There's courts are different. We're wearing different clothes now. That, and then they took them to the knockout round before they even knew they were in the tournament. Yeah, <laughs> I knew something was going on. The court was different. Everyone was really loud. That was a real quote. I can't remember who said that, but that, <laughs> I, that was funny. Okay, so from from a financial viewership brand building standpoint, like we know that it was a success that mm -hmm. way because mm -hmm. he's basing it his math school, which his math school wasn't math. He was basing it off of playoff games. It's like I'm sorry, Ethan, this isn't a, a playoff game. This is an you judge it from December games to December games, and it's mm -hmm. like at least a thirty percent jump across the board. So there's that. And he's like, oh, well, Netflix doesn't want to buy it. And it's like, well, they were never going to buy the first year. This is proof of concept, my guy. It's to package as a cherry on top. Uh, okay, we got a bidding war with TNT and NBC, because I think NBC is going to want to get into the biz. They're going to want to broadcast games. You got Apple wanting to get in the mix, Amazon. Okay, so let's slice and dice. Who gets these IST games? Are you willing to pay a little bit more if we give you the group 
group stage? Are you willing to pay a little bit more if we give you the knockout stage? Mm -hmm. What if we just give you the semis and the playoffs? Like the crossover between ESPN and TNT, I thought was awesome. Mm -hmm. But the fact of the matter that matters the most is that we're talking about it and we're watching the games and we're enjoying it and the players enjoy it when they don't enjoy normal regular season games. Right. And and the other thing about it is the games are going to be there regardless. So why not put some stakes? On? It's not like if you get rid of the NCAA Well, he said tournament. it cost too much. He said that they paid too much money to promote it and to build these courts and to market it. and to Ethan Strauss is a loser. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Like, that's what you do when you're a business. <laughs> The, what a jackass. No, God, he's the Ethan worst. Ethan Strauss probably hates the WNBA. Let's be honest, because it's the loss leader at this moment. Today. Well, one of the one of the things that I remind myself of guys like Ethan Strauss, a lot of these writers, um, even some of the people that you see on TV, like the the skips and all this other stuff. Just because you see them on TV talking about sports or writing about sports doesn't mean they necessarily write sports they like journalism and they may hey, i can cover this or this is the beat i was given i can cover it so with journalism you're always looking for the story and you're looking for how to poke holes in something right that that doesn't that's not like us three sitting here talking about basketball because we actually like basketball they're doing it it literally is a job to them sometimes you know what I mean? And I think that's what a lot of these people do. They're just, this is a job. I'm doing my job as a journalist, not as somebody who like genuinely enjoys the game or something like that. Well, in the NBA, uh, also in general for just like not to play devil's advocate for Ethan because he doesn't need it, but the NBA and sports media, the actual like. I don't know who they are really the the rules committee of what you're supposed to do as someone covering sports it really does they try to suck the fun out of it for mm -hmm. you if you're not careful they'll make you hate sports because mm -hmm. they just you can't do this you can't say this you can't dress like this you can't emote when you're in the press box mm -hmm. you can't ask this you can't be friends with players like all of this is designed to just steal our soul from us yeah yeah right. so I don't. I'm not shocked that Ethan Strauss has lost the love of the game if he ever had it. Speaking of stealing, let's talk about De'Aaron Fox hey. Hey. and his. Who did not have a steal last night? He didn't. It but like you bet on that, and he needed one to oh. hit my parlay. I'm about to say it sounded oh. like the last you bet leg. He yeah. He doesn't care about my parlay, but he was the last leg, and oh. he did not hit it. That is. That's a bad beat. It was a bad beat. Bad. It was like eight legs too, and he was oh. the last one. I stayed up till midnight for that, and uh, one a.m. But the Kings won. Great game though. Great game. He was balling. He shook that kid out of his boots. Oh, poor Finney Smith. Put him. Oh. Put him on. Put him on Freeze Street. He and said, then you don't want the smoke. And then told him about it. <sighs> yeah. Well, well on top part. of that, he told him before. Yep. Did it, and then, then told him, him again. That's it. Oh, that ain't nice. That's not that's nice. That's what we love about basketball. <laughs> that right there. See, that's that's it. So so this is this is your bag. Where where is De'Aaron? We know De'Aaron's an upper echelon player. We know he's one of the best two way guards in the league. Where is he in terms of trash talkers, like elite trash talkers in the league? He's so I would say understated mm. because he's like this nice genteel guy, right? You hear him post game 
and you, you're just like, man, what a gentleman, right? Kind of like in that Steph ilk. And it makes sense because they're like aligned brand wise. Like there's, I would say they're similar. He's less ostentatious on the court as Steph. Steph does a lot like mm -hmm. histrionics, the mm -hmm. boo boo dance, the shake it off. But we started getting better, bigger moments, like bigger stages for the Kings. De'Aaron's going to start doing more and more and more of that because he can. And I think everyone's starting to really see what we've all known about him is that, like, this guy is, is like, top-tier box office, right? Mm. But he's he's got to be a top-five guard in trash-talking for sure. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. You know, he does little things, too, where, you know, he'll hit the three – Let's just kind of walk back, leave it up, point to the crowd a little bit. It's just, it's just you know, if it was somebody else, it might get under your skin a little bit. Like, like cocky. Like, it's just, I love it, though. Oh, I maybe he it. should mm -hmm. run around doing this oh, after he hits on, a man. shot. Come he on, can run he around lucky, doing that. He's lucky he didn't come through the lane and get laid out doing all that. Settle down, Steph Curry. Settle down. Steph Curry does way too much. Steph Curry, I think he is different than – Foxy because I think Foxy doesn't want to be hated like in mass Steph kind of wants to be hated in mass mm. if you're playing against him he is so annoyed it is <laughs> oh you just want to just oh but Steph is kind of like Stone Cold Steve Austin like you could try to make him a yeah. heel but no. you're not really gonna Seriously hate Steph loud. Curry yeah he's too, too good loud, yeah. he's, too, he's too great and like Plus, he did it like when he started that whole thing. He did it to Dylan Brooks. So everyone was like, yeah. oh, it's, it's okay. He did it to Dylan Brooks. Yeah. That's Poor fine. Dylan. I like Dylan. I still like Dylan. Dude, he's weird, bro. What Who is Dylan he doing? Dylan Brooks? Yeah. Oh, no, he's strange. You've been yeah. up and Elevator down. Elevator don't go Dylan. to the top floor. You don't act. You've been on and off on Dylan. I think we've all kind of been on and off on Dylan. Well, I thought it was clown behavior. And well, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's only a five-yard false start. It's, it's, it's five yards. False start. Fine. Five it's yards. Fine. <laughs> did you guys get flags for me? We did. No, you know, we, we, we've got them. We've got a challenge flag. Challenge flags, too. And, you then, know. and then and then so a penalty flag. Yeah, we've we've got them. The penalty, the yellows have been coming out a yeah, lot. Yeah, no, they've, they've, been, they've been out there. Been but, out there. Dylan, I thought it was clown behavior in the playoffs uh, with LeBron. And then when he didn't speak afterwards, clown behavior. But, but the whole I thing where want... he stands like completely still. I mean, that was kind of funny. Bro, that's weird. <laughs> that's kind of funny. Jamal Murray standing doing? next to him like, is bro okay? <laughs> like, yo, that was yo, that was wild. Yo, that dude what did, was weird. What did Gorilla Monsoon say? Elevator don't go to the top yeah, floor. That's my duck, man. He's a quack. He's a duck. He's quack, quack. Canadian. I think the Canadian dudes in the league, they just they operate different. a little differently. They different. I know we always talk like, basketball, but we, we didn't talk to Trist about you guys, that, that gut-wrenching loss in the Pac-12 championship game. The last Pac-12 game ever. I was following Trista's tweets, and she just was sad. Sad Friday night. It was a It was a sad night. I had my shirt over my head with my headphones on over my ears for the entirety of bed MGM tonight. Mm. And we came back. It was a stage comeback. I don't know what we were doing. No trench, no trench toughness, which is what the mm. ducks are known for. And which has been kind of a calling card for them all season long. But Dylan Gabriel is here. Have no fear. Mm. Another top tier transfer quarterback. 
Probably going to be in the Heisman conversation. We'll be right back where we started, but we'll be in the Big Ten. I'm very, very sad that the Pac-12 couldn't hang on, though. I really am. That's terrible. It's amazing. It is awful. I, I am broken up about that. Back to basketball, though. I do have a question about De'Aaron Fox. I stated something last night. I actually saw I got a Trista like about it. But I said De'Aaron Fox is the best two-way point guard in the game today. A lot of people, the only person that people really disagreed with me with was SGA. They were like, I had a, a good amount of mentions like, nah, you tripping SGA, SGA, SGA. And my argument was SGA is a hell of a defender, but look at games both teams played against the Warriors. Crunch time, Lou Dort is the one guarding Steph Curry for the, the Thunder. For the Kings is De'Aaron Fox. Like, that's that's what he does. And that's why I give the nod to De'Aaron Fox. But your thoughts on that? I I actually don't think that it's always Dort on on Steph because I remember, remember when SGA put that whole, especially in the over the <laughs> first did, overtime game no, when that. SGA went to Instagram and he had all of the times that he locked <laughs> that was, up Steph Curry so uncalled for and OOT like he strapped him he like stripped him one time he was bodying him <laughs> and then he showed all the highlights where he was doing turnaround like pull ups on him all Steph Curry that yeah, was so I think what is he in, t- in terms of deflections per game too? I he's, think he's somebody like gave me a lot of numbers where he's like top, top, you know, for guards and deflections, steals, you know, he's up there. So the numbers are there, but I don't know. Oh, Maybe he I'm leads biased. the league in, th- in deflections per game. It's yeah. uh 3.8 deflections per game. His, uh, oh yeah. Like his, his defense right now is ridiculous. He's one of those guys. You know how you know that he's a better defender than SGA? This is like from a gambling perspective. This is how you know. You can't even get SGA one steal. Mm. They won't even give it to you. It's not Mm. even on the board. It's two steals and more for SGA. I think he's averaging like 2.6 steals per game. He's had, I think it's four straight games. I think it, I'm not, don't quote me, but I think it's four straight games of five steals. Damn. That's insane. I need to I need to look up his stats. I'll look I'll look it up right now. That is insane. Three or it was more than three. Three five six five one three two one one two. (laughs) Mm. It was a problem. He's a problem on the defensive end. Three or more. He's a problem on the defensive end. That boy's nice. He's a problem. Yeah. Chet is a problem too. Yeah. He is. The Thunder are a problem. Yeah. Is Chet who we thought Wemby was going to be this year? Yeah, this year for sure. Long term, I think Wemby's going to be better. But this year, just coming in, you know, out of nowhere, especially the way Wemby played, you know, to start the season, we thought this is what it was going to be. And he's had some ups and downs. Somebody, speaking of Wemby, somebody said, they said, hey, somebody tell the Spurs they already got Wemby. (laughs) They don't have to tank. (laughs) Yeah, that's the bad part. (laughs) <laughs> They're not losing on purpose. They're set that and, and that's what that's what I said. Don't don't let the Pistons distract you from the fact the Spurs have lost 17 straight. That's, that's incredible. They're really bad too. They but they have pieces. And so I don't really know what's going on. I think it's they need one, they need to stop fooling around with Jeremy Sohan at point guard. They gotta oh, no, stop. That's with ridiculous. That. Stop with that. It is. It doesn't make any sense. 
Jer- Jeremy Sohan doesn't want Jeremy Sohan to play point guard. He said that straight up. I do not want this role. I do not know why I am in this role. I do not like it. It does not suit me. Please make it stop. <laughs> See, they just won't. It's like a sick Greg won't. Popovich joke. It just won't stop. Trista Crick, host of the Heat Check podcast. I do want to shout out our boy uh, Antonio Harvey. Hey, who says, uh Trey Lyles ain't crazy Canadian. No, he tried to choke slam Brooke Lopez, sir. Well, like, didn't he just slap up Valanciunas last week? I believe week? he did that as well. <laughs> Trey, Trey Lyles is low key the Kings enforcer. Hey, shout out Tone. I know for a fact, uh, uh, owner of a Trista Crick. Uh, facts. Yeah, that is indeed facts. Oh, that's facts. my guy, Tone. Yeah, Go yeah. ahead, Tone. That's yeah. indeed facts. One of many. Uh, TK, we appreciate you as always. We'll come back with more. Steve with Casey, brought to you by Sky River Casino on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Back to D'Lo and KC. Brought to you by Sky River Casino. Live all around the world on the free Odyssey app. Might have lost D'Lo. <laughs> Might have lost D'Lo. Might have lost D'Lo. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle pisses me off right before we go back to break. No, I'll tell you. 
No, no, no. Go do your radio show. I'll tell you later. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. We'll talk about it. Yeah. All right. Oh, man. Okay. I have a hard time telling people no. Okay. My question is who asked? Your boss. <laughs> your KSFM boss. Mm. <clears throat> okay. Mm. Sounded like Marge. Mm. <laughs> Got it. I could have just said complex. Sure. He's not listening. <laughs> He's not. No, it's fine. It's fine. We're good. We got this. I'm going to talk Kings basketball, radio show. There were two football games last night. I'm not going to storm down the hallway. I'm not going to do that. Nope. You s- Deal with just, it later. Deal with it later. Just now you sounded like uh, the the host on the uh, interludes, the mad rapper interludes, and he's like, all right, we'll just take a sip of water uh, and come right back, and we'll be right back. We're back and now. we're back here. With we're back now with the Mad Rapper. Why are you so mad? Did you get the check, though? <laughs> uh, Jason Jones going to join us the final hour of the show. Will Z, when's Will Z going to join us? Oh, oh, like 10 minutes. Will Z will be with us in like 10 minutes. Okay. Hey, uh, do, I'm just going to do this now. Does everybody have links that needs links? Yeah. Okay, thanks. Yeah, I didn't know you sent them. I, I knew Jesse was out, so I, I tried to Great. Get, a, Thank you. get ahead of that and sent them. And when I say get ahead of it, I meant at like 12.15 when I realized I didn't send any of them out like I intended to. Perfect. Yeah, so they're, they got out there. So Will has it. Jason has it. We're ready to rock. Uh, Kyle's doing a great job. He's been here since 3.30 this morning, roughly. Um, and apparently he works for every goddamn station in this building. <laughs> so... There were two. I want to get back to the Kings. I think there's a lot more to talk about uh, with the Sacramento Kings. Um, even some things we didn't get to talk about with TK, but bro, the Giants won a football game last night. I didn't see that coming. Uh, and perhaps more importantly, and again, for those that's just tuning in, our main man Kyle Matson of the Insiders is with us. Scheduled day off for Jesse. Scheduled day off. Not ducking the smoke. No. After the Dolphins. Proved a lot of people right by coughing up a game to the Tennessee Titans last night. That's a bad one. It's not good. That's not good. See, not two, good. Since 2016, we're like 764-0 and and leading by 14 with less than three minutes left. Is that a shoot for real? It's something like that. It's something close wow. to 800 now. Well, now 801, but yeah. Wow. Mm. Obviously, most of us were probably half-assed paying attention to what was going on in the NFL last night. Most of us outside our man Jesse don't have yeah. ties to any of the four teams that two were played last games, night. Two terrible games, two uninteresting games. We were, we were the, the most I saw consecutively of the game prior to this morning is what Casey and I had on for the 45 <laughs> minutes during the, the KSFM show when both of those games were on. Also, stop with the Monday night doubleheader. We don't need that. No one asked for it. Don't do it anymore. I don't know where that came from. Uh, and both games were good. I just they, they were both close. I wouldn't call them good. Yeah. That, that's, that's good. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's, that's good. Would you that's would good. you would you rather take Monday night doubleheaders? Forget the logistics. Just mm-hmm. Monday night doubleheaders or Thursday night football. Monday night doubleheaders. Yeah, I'd probably take that the two. I would not over doubt. Yeah. yeah, me too. Yeah, I think the players would. I'm just gonna go out on a limb on that. I think yeah. the players would. Players don't give a damn about your TV schedule. No. They don't care if there are two games on at once. But does it kill the the lore of Monday Night Football a little bit if there's would, another game on at the same time? Probably so, but I don't I don't think it does that much because number one, the NFL has done a terrific job of killing the 
allure of Monday Night Football well, themselves well, with the scheduling. Man, speaks uh, the of truth. The games, but also it's a night game, right? It's it's not standalone because there's another game, but it's still it's it's different than Sunday. I, sure. I think it's it still will have that cachet. And now will the fight be who gets the ABC game versus the ESPN game? <laughs> oh, man, you really really feel bad if you get the ESPN Yeah, like, oh, we're not good enough to be. Now now that's the new, oh, they didn't believe in us. They put us on ESPN and not ABC. <laughs> right. All right. 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 Lead-in was the PTI, not the Bachelor. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I, I didn't see that coming for, mm-hmm. for Miami. It doesn't really change how I feel about them. I still think they're one of the top teams in the AFC. I still think they can get to a Super Bowl, but there's no way around it. That was that was a bad loss. Yeah. That was a bad loss. To be ahead the way that they were with the amount of time that was left in that game, that's tough. And and I know this yeah. isn't necessarily the case because I'm sure Tennessee has given up a, a lot of points and they're they're not a good team. Like I'm sure in a number of different games they've given up a lot of points. But it feels like a guy like Vrabel, who can put together a defensive game plan, it's another time when this high scoring offense has been grounded to a certain degree when when you go up against a defensive minded team, and that's what's gonna happen in the playoffs. That's what's gonna happen when you go up against um uh the the Baltimore Ravens. If they get in a team like Cincinnati. Now, I don't know if Cincinnati will be able to score enough, but this this is December playoff football last night, what we saw. And, and I mean, they score 70 when it's September and against nobody. Mm-hmm. And then when you go up against a defensive-minded team, they struggle. And those are the things like that game last night when everyone likes to look at the head of the schedule and go, this is an easy schedule. This is a difficult schedule. And mm-hmm. we, there's, they're literally on our – their strength of schedule metrics – Stuff like that happens last night. Mm. Like the Giants couldn't put two plays together for an entire season. And they go beat a a Packers team that had playoff, like very, very real playoff hopes. Mm -hmm. They just got beat by the Giants. Not talking to anybody in particular. Just pointing out because the Packers lost, the 49ers clinched the playoff spot. I repeat, I'm not talking to anybody in particular. No one needs to yell at me over this. I'm just, thank you, telling you that the 49ers clinched a playoff spot last night. Okay. What are you so happy I, for? I, I, well, I mean, there's nothing to be happy about. You know what? I'm mad the Niners clinched a playoff spot. They backed in to the postseason now. They didn't even know to go get a win <laughs> to get in the playoffs. What a joke. Hey, I know, yeah, you know, hey, we we take L's. You know, we talk about it before. Uh, there's no need. Yeah, I mean, it's whatever. We have a good time with it. Mm-mm. The Nick Wright clip at the beginning of the season now is hilarious. You, Did you see? <laughs> you reposted that <laughs> yesterday, Sunday. Yeah, he basically was like, "They're gonna come in second. He said they're gonna make the playoffs, but they're gonna come in second in the NFC West behind Seattle. And his whole reason was like, the regression is real. The honeymoon's over for Brock Purdy." This team, they'll find out really quickly. The NFL gods, everything that went their way last year, is not going to go their way this year. They're about, to, they're about to clinch their division by winning by like six games. 
Do you remember? It's funny the regression of. <laughs> it's what's funny about that is that he confidently called out the regression of Brock Purdy while throwing all of his figurative money on the back of Geno Smith. <laughs> Boy, who literally regressed during the season last year. That is phenomenal. Hey, shout out to Geno. I'm a Geno Smith fan. I love his story. That was not shade at all. Geno might be done. Again, I'm a fan of what Geno was able to accomplish, was able to make himself some money after years of just, you know, just now getting a real, real opportunity to lead the team. Mm-hmm. However, that's not where I would have placed my money. <laughs> so that that was that was certainly a wild take. Were you around for CM Punk and the Straight Edge Society? A little bit. Every time I see Nick Wright, I think of the Straight Edge Society version <laughs> of CM Punk. The long hair, the beard. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, I do remember that. He's going to have that. one of his co-hosts shave his head or <laughs> shave her head like live on Fox. Who was who was the straight edge against? Like somebody was not straight edge, right? Who was he feuding with with that? It, was, it wasn't It was Cena. Jeff it was, Hardy. Yeah. Was it Jeff Hardy? It might have been Jeff because he was Jeff talking Hardy. about. Well, that was uncalled yeah. for because yeah. he was talking about yeah, he was talking about very he was talking about very real life incidents with Jeff Hardy. That was completely uncalled for. Reminds me of the the first time uh, that I realized not the first time it happened. First time I realized that was uncalled for in wrestling was when they were talking about Hawk from Legion of Doom and his alcohol and drug issue, Remember? and they had him walking up the Titan Tron because he, he was fell drunk. Off. No, that's not funny. <laughs> they they really tried to make us believe that Draws pushed Hawk off the top of the Titan Tron. It's like a million feet in the air, and <laughs> Hawk just goes falling off. He like, was drunk it, and up on the Titan Tron walking off. I said, come on, man. Don't do our friend, whose name I won't mention so he doesn't get called into the office later, tweeted a couple of days ago, and it's very accurate. <laughs> The Attitude Era was low-key trash, except for the main event stars. <laughs> the Rock and Austin. But, like, the Attitude Era was low-key trash. Oh, man. They literally threw Hawk off the top of the Titan Tron. <laughs> just like, I'd be fine. <laughs> He's just drunk. He's just on there on a bender. Do you want to weigh in on this wrestling conversation? I just couldn't agree more about the wrestling. Thank you. We'll come back. Every time Jackie had a match, well, there well, goes the top. Yeah. Well, yeah, that. Every Every time. <laughs> Uh, oh, Matt George is reminding us. Uh, Chris Jericho, too. Chris Jericho feuded with Punk. That sounds oh, right. That's right, yeah. <laughs> we'll come back. Steelo and KC brought to you by Sky River Casino. Uh, we'll get back on track. We'll come back. We'll talk more. Kings, of course, Jason Jones as well here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 